Hello and welcome to the Fit Professional Podcast, the number one podcast for fitness professionals looking to build their fitness business. If you're after more clients, more income, and more free time, then you've come to the right place. Visit podcast.fitprofessional.com.au today. Hello and welcome to another Fit Professional Podcast. Uh, today we have another special guest joining us. Um, this special guest, I'll introduce you to him in a moment. Um, but first of all, just wanted to do a quick um, check-in just to see if you've been listening to the past episodes. Um, last week we had uh, Richard Mark on from Com Marketing um, where he revealed some really cool and uh, some interesting methods on how you can get clients um, for literally no money down. Um, so go back, check out that episode. Um, and just a bit of a teaser, I guess, in, in the coming future, uh, in the coming weeks, I'd say future, it sounds like a long time away, but in the coming weeks uh, we're going to have some really cool um, special guests on the calls. Um, got a couple of my American friends that have uh, been hounding for, for weeks since we've actually started this podcast um, and, and they've agreed to jump on. So they're going to be revealing some really cool information, especially when it comes to web-based online type of um, lead generation. So um, we'll be having that in the coming episodes. But uh, today um, we've got a special guest uh, and this person's name um, is Norman. So Norm Alpucci. Uh Norm owns Norm's Maximum Fitness. Um, and he's also a, um, a licensee and owns the FitChick uh, Transformations Tennis location. Um, Norm is uh, reaching about sort of at 60 clients uh, on his books at the moment. Um, and he um, is a kick-ass dude. Um, so I came across Norm. It would have been probably oh, maybe three months now. Um, got this, uh, you know, Norm submitted some interest in regards to a uh, FitChick location. We checked him out. Um, seeing if he was all good, <laughs> did, a, did a background check. Um, he didn't know that though. Um, did a background check. Uh, <laughs> Norm, Norm picked all the boxes. Um, and I guess the reason why I've got Norm on, on the call today is for a few reasons. One is um, this guy is uh, someone that, that I really see um, an older class as an action taker. Now, if you've listened to the past episodes, you'll know that I'm really big on action taking um, because at the end of the day, action taking is what leads you to results. Um, and this guy just takes on board anything, um, and, and we're not saying anything, I mean anything in a logical way. Um, he, he just implements in the results of um, his particular business at the moment is, you know, due to the fact that um, he just pulls a trigger, and that's what it's all about in the fitness industry and, and in any business. Um, but, look, I'm going to uh, pass this over to Norm now and just welcome Norm to the call, mate. Thanks a lot for, uh, for taking the time out today and to, uh, to jump on the line and share some really cool things with our listeners. No worries, mate. Cool. So, um, Norm, I just gave you a brief introduction about yourself there, um, and I'm sure there's, there's a heap of cool things that, you know, I missed out. So, mate, I'm going to hand over to you just quickly, and if you just give us, you know, the listeners a brief background on, um, you know, how long you've been a trainer, um, you know, why'd you get in the industry, and um, just give us a bit of a, a brief background there, mate. All right. Well, I've been a trainer for about three, three and a half years now. Um, got into the industry as I love fitness. No, um, there's no really weight loss story or weight gain story for me. It's just I love doing what I do, so I turned it into you know some sort of income. Um, but what else? The background I've done all sorts of jobs and all of them are pretty shit. So, but um, so yes, I did something. <laughs> did something I really enjoy. You know, I, keep, I don't have I don't drag myself to wake up out of bed. You know, even though I do sometimes last some late nights, I still enjoy it. 
Um, there's nothing I dislike about the job. So, um, so but yeah, apart from that, I'm me. And cool. Yeah. <laughs> cool, mate. So I'm not not a drama there. Great, great answer, by the way. You're doing really well. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm nervous, mate. Talking, nervous. <laughs> just talking to Norm before the call, and you know, doing a bit of a, a brief rundown of what we'll chat about, and. Um, you know, just for everyone listening out there, this is another thing that, um, you know, when I say about being an action taker, um, you know, I asked Norm if he wanted to jump on an episode and, and he said yes straight away. And, um, you know, prior to the call, he said he was feeling nervous and, uh, you know, but, but that's what it's all about, you know, jumping in and having a go. So, Norm, um, I guess, hey, look, I've got a few questions here for you that I'm interested in, but um, let's start with... Um, you know, what, what's one of your biggest lessons that you've learnt um, in the industry so far? So you've been a trainer for three years. Um, you know, give us a bit of a, a background on, on a big lesson that you've learnt along the way. Um, well, when I first started, I just pretty much thought I'd get in there, train people, and learn lots of money, have fun. You know, that's a, a lot of personal trainers do these days. But um, I never really thought about where I wanted to be. Um, during the time, which is... Probably the last only about a year, I started focusing where I wanted to be in the say 12 months, two years, and five years, and even you know with the retired retirement part of time like that. Um, so now by doing that, I've sort of moved forward in towards my business, started working on my business rather than in it a lot more. Um, so pretty much, I got, I got I got out of the crappy loophole where a lot of personal trainers will end up being if they don't sort of think forward. So does that make sense? <laughs> yeah, look, 100%, and look, I totally agree with you because I guess, you know, I, I can put my hand up and totally agree with that and go, well, mate, I, I was there as well. Um, I think, you know, everyone goes through that phase sometime, um, and, and the big thing that I pick up out of that is that, you know, it, it took you about two years before you even started setting goals, which, you know, is a really big lesson to, to anyone out there listening now. If you're listening and going, oh, yeah, I actually don't even know where I want to be in 12 months or two years or five years, then and you really need to sit down and actually assess where you're at because, you know, it's the old thing of are you going to be training clients until you're 60? You know, you, you, you no, need no. to... Yeah, that's right. And, and you know, and, and what can happen is you, know, you probably said to your mate or your partner or something, go, geez, hasn't this year gone past? You know, and, and in a moment you're getting up and going, geez, hasn't the last 10 years gone past? If, if you've got no direction, you've got nowhere to uh, head towards. So in regards to that, that's then... Right. Um, you know, you, you've, you've got some goals moving forward. Um, yeah, what, what sort of things are you looking to uh, do in the industry? Well, um, everyone sort of, I, I think for a lot of personal trainers, it's myself, the first landmark was the whole six-figure income. Um, by me setting goals and sort of pushing myself, like sort of directing myself forward where I want to be, um, that six-figure income isn't actually that hard to do. So mm. now, obviously, you know, I want to be able to sort of be able to um, go on holidays and do what I need to do without not, you know, my income stopping. So that's where I sort of want to be. And um, eventually teach others how I got to where I am. So, you know, why not share the knowledge that I've learned and, you know, making them do good as well. As, I can, as, as you've done, it's like, you know, I know you feel good with what you do and it's, and I know that for personal training, it's fun to help others. So I guess it's fun to help others in other ways as well. Mm. Yeah, totally agree again. And look, you're right. I do, I do love what I do. Um, obviously, you know, I'm sitting there, yeah, you know, taking time out of my days, and, and, and so are you, of course. But um, 
you know, to try and instill anything that uh, someone could be listening there. They could be walking on a treadmill right now. They, you know, they could be doing some push-ups or you could just be sitting on the couch. Um, actually, funny, I, 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 the person will know who they are when uh, when they hear this, but uh, I was told someone dozed off to sleep the other day um, with me in their ear, and the first thing they woke up and thought about was uh, something that was, was talked about on the podcast, so that was pretty interesting. But, um, <laughs> well, that's what yeah. I'm saying. They reckon you bought your mind absorbs with the last thing you hear and the first thing you hear in the day when you wake up on your sleep. So, uh, so yeah. that, could be, that could be the tip that, uh, you know, if, if you don't, people say they don't have time to listen, just put them on while you're sleeping, that's all done. <laughs> but um, I, I don't even know where I was actually heading with that, but I, th- I, think, I, think, I think where it started was, you know, I, I love what I'm doing, you love what you're doing, and, and that's what makes it easy, you know, and, and if you ask people, you know, what, why do you currently love what you're doing, and for me, for an example, and I'll ask you the same question, but for me, it's like, I love what I'm doing because I've got a focus, I've got a clear goal of, of what we want to do, you know. So our first goal here at uh, International, um, for one part of our, our company, is we want to have 100 locations. Um, you know, we want to have 100 Patrick locations around Australia, um, you know, within the first 12 months. And, and that's a goal that we've got and, and we work to on a daily basis, you know. So we've got targets that we have to hit each day that we know in order to achieve that goal. Um, and it, it's just really exciting being able to, like you said, to be able to help other people. Um, and for me, I know um, an, an analogy that I heard, um, I can't even remember the, the person who said it. Um, luckily, I remember the analogy, though. Uh, <laughs> it, it was... It was learn to teach. Um, so whenever you're learning, okay, you're nice. learn it in a learn it in a way that you're going to teach it to someone. Um, so this is a really valuable thing that how I am able to retain a lot of information. Um, it's because anytime I see it, or if I'm, if I'm watching someone on a, on the stage, or I'm listening to an audio, or I'm seeing a video or something. I'm actually watching it with the intention that, you know what, I need to teach this to someone. Whether I teach it to someone or not, it's, it's the fact that if I'm going into it with that mindset of, um, you know, learning it to teach, you're going to retain so much more information. So that's, that's another little tip there on, on how you can actually retain information. But, um, Norm, I guess, you know, the, the question I have for you is, um, what do you think, uh, let's, let's say, two key things that every person trainer must have in their business? In order for it to, to be successful, so two things. Um, um, you need to have direction. Like with that direction, you got, you'll you're not be in a loophole, like I said before. Um, and drive. You need to be a doer, not just a sayer. If you don't do anything, mm-hmm. you're gonna, you know, nothing's gonna happen really. You know, you're gonna be stuck and just thinking about all these crazy ideas and not doing anything. So, so give us an example of where you you um, did the do versus the say. <laughs> that makes sense. Well, okay, let's see. Well, okay, we say with one of our greatest things. Okay, I hate. I'm not. I didn't hate it. I say I did fly deliveries in the local shops. Um, that was really out of my comfort zone because just you know we're talking to walking to random shops, random people, and just doing it. Um, by doing so. The, the amount of leads and the amount of sign-ups I got within that one day was just ridiculous. You know what I mean? It's, I'm just a normal guy walking into some random shop saying, hey, you know, do you want to get yeah. it pretty much? And um, I, 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 if I didn't do that, my, you know, I wouldn't have gotten X amount of clients from it. Yeah. So that's, that's what I say about doing. So, yeah. 
Yeah, and, and that's just, again, another lesson for everyone out there. And I mean, I, I don't know too many people, to be honest, that are actually comfortable with doing that. Um, it's more of a... Um, now, this will probably be a shock for some people is, you know, personally, I, I, I don't really feel that comfortable about doing that either. You know, like, I, I you know, when when... I had to, back in the day of, of going into the shops and delivering the flies and asking if they'd like to form a joint venture relationship with us, you know, it, it was it was actually quite um, confronting for me as well. But like you said, you just got to pull the trigger and you just got to do it, you know, um, because you can sit there and you could, excuse me, you can sit there and you can complain about not having clients or, um, you know, there's not enough clients around, so I'm just going to go back and get a full-time job. Or you can actually get out there and, and make yourself feel uncomfortable um, and then go make it happen. So let, let's talk about getting clients then and let, let's talk about um, a method, um, you know, that, that would be able to help our listeners out there. A method on um, how you've been able to generate, um, you know, so many people into your um, picture location and also your personal training business. Um, well, one of the best methods was doing a fly drop. Um, I went to the places where you know, um, sport or fitness or health was the big thing. For instance, say like um, boost juice, even though it's full of sugar and whatnot, it's still mm-hmm. a sort of a health-orientated place. Um, so also like Lorna Jane, so there's a lot of girls there. You know, um, the best one would be um, beauticians, got beautician places and hairdressers. As when girls get things done, they like to talk. So if one person's doing training then they'll talk about it because they're getting their little sexy body or whatever, and then so forth and so on. They'll tell their sisters, brothers, sisters, uncles, grandmas, and then before you know it, everyone's on there. Um, and that's what I've found really rewarding for me, actually. Like I said, walking into that business was a bit hazy. And walking into a girl beautician place, you know, being a guy was awkward yeah. enough. And, and then walking in there saying, hey, do you guys want to get fit? Yeah. <laughs> so, but, um, yeah, that was probably one of the best things I've done. And um, yeah, competitions really, but um, but main thing is flies for me actually. Yep. And give us give us a couple of the key things that that are on your flies that um, you know that that obviously would have attracted their attention. Just a couple of the points on there. Well, um, I've I sort of veered away from the fact that about the whole um we're going to be doing crunches, push ups, boxing, that kind of stuff because they don't want to hear that. They want to hear what they can get. You know, as in the results. They want to see. They want to hear bikini body or beach body or you know stuff like that and toned and like words that that's really going to hit them more than because they don't want to hear boxing. What's, what's, what's boxing to them? What's push ups mm. to them? They, but they hate that kind of crap. <laughs> but they will, you know. But they love the body. So I found that that's one of the key things. Um, guarantees. You know, some guarantees are like you know what? If these guys guarantee it, it must work. But at the end of the day, it's up to them. If they want it, if they, you know, if, if they, you can't control what they do outside the training session, but you can try to do the best you can. But um, putting a guarantee does help. Mm. Um, sure. But, so, a couple yeah. of key points on that I just want to touch on, and and um, you know, this is, and I see this so often. Um, whether you've been a trainer for years or you're just new to the industry, it, and you, you don't really understand marketing so much, it, it really comes back to um, a couple of things that Norm point, pointed out there is. Um, is what you would call benefits versus features. Um, so a feature of personal training or a um, you know boot camp training is you know cardio. It is high intensity interval training. People don't want to know about high intensity interval training. They want to know that it burns nine times more fat. Okay, that that's, that's a proven fact. So 
you know, you, you want to be putting the benefit of burning nine times more fat than, you know, boring cardio. Um, you know, boxing training. You know, people don't want to know <laughs> about boxing training. Um, you know, they want to know what does boxing training deliver, you know, and, um, you know, it's increased energy, it's, um, you know, lean tone muscles, that type of stuff. And you, you, you really touched upon that, and I can't express enough um, the fact that so many people I see, and, and we still get flyers in our mailbox, um, you know, quite regularly, and I look at them, I just, I just cringe because they're doing the same old, seeing someone else's flyer in the mailbox, so I'm going to go and do my own. And that's why I hear so much from people that, um, you know, that the flies, oh, flies don't work, flies don't do this, you know. It's, it's, a, it's that whole thing of, it's, yeah, it's not going to work if it's shit, okay. If you've got a fly <laughs> that's yeah. not designed right, then it, it's, it's going to be crap. Um, yeah, so an example, like we, we've put some of our picture flies, we got them out around, um, and I talked about it in the last episode, um, we got them around some local businesses, just like you're talking about, we went to the juice shop, um, you know, went to some girl clothes shops as well, um, hairdressers and, and all those ones we mentioned. And, um, you know, we went with the giving hand, give them the opportunity to come along um, for free. And, um, you know, if obviously in return, they'd, they'd be able to hand their clients and customers. And, you know, we've had people come through from that already. And you just need to look at that. Um, are you willing to get a little bit uncomfortable or put in a bit of time and invest a little bit of money to get some printers Past and princes fly it up to get some flyers printed up, <laughs> um, you know, for the overall return of getting a client. Um, so I, I guess, you know, in regards to that, it's never, and there's another point actually, um, in regards to flyers, I'll just touch on before we move forward, is Nick, don't just rely on the one drop of a flyer as well. Um, it's really important that there's that continuous. Um, cycle that people are being um, confronted with. So for an example is imagine like you were just doing Facebook ads or Google ad, right? And that person only saw your ad once. Yeah. They only seen it once. So when they flipped on the screen, they seen it once and that was the only time they'd ever see it. Similar to a flyer. Um, of course, there's some differences in there, but that, that Facebook ad, it's repetitive. It's, you know, they click on there, they go see another friend's page, they scroll down, all oh, that ad's there again. Similar thing with flyers, you know, you want to have different points of contact. Um, don't just rely on one flyer, um, flyer drop. And what I would say is if, if you put out a set of flyers and you don't get any result back, I'd be looking at changing um, certain something on the flyer um, because you should be able to get at least one or two people reaching out to you from it. Um, so, Norm, do you have anything else to say on, on flyers that you'd like to share? Um and obviously, depending on which niche market you're going for, the picture you use, you don't want to, you know, if, if you're going, say, if you're going for the elder, older ladies, you don't want to put the bikini body. You want to put long living, like, you know, healthy living, stuff like that. If you're going for the bikini body, then you want more toned girls and the, the body they want. And for men, you know, you know, if you want, once again, older men, once again, healthy living, longer living. And if you want, you know, if you aim for the younger group, then you got to put some sort of boxing image or something like that, something really... Grabbing that, the, what the, to reach, make them, to help them reach the body they want. That kind of that kind of image. Yeah. But um, but yeah, and then you don't need to put your. I, I'm, some people put massive big logos on them. Um, but like you know, at the end of the day, the logo looks good to us, mm. not to the people that are interested in doing what they want, they want to do. Yeah. Yeah, that, I couldn't agree more with you there. And 
And I guess it's, um, especially if you're starting out and you're not building a massive brand or you don't have a big brand um, that people right, yeah. know about, um, most definitely don't don't have the, the logo overpower your, um, you know, your advertising because it's just real estate um, that you're missing out on. So awesome uh, points there, mate. So question for you is, um, you know, I'm always interested um, in regards to seeing what personal trainers think about the industry and so forth. Where do you feel the industry is heading? Let's let's say wave the magic wand two years' time. What, what do you think is going to be different, if anything, or in the industry? Um, well, I don't know, because there's, there's personal trainers getting pumped out left, right, and center, and, um, and I really don't know, like, it could, it could go online, like, I've seen a lot of, um, I can see online training starting to grow, which is, because for the people that are all around the world, whatnot, or people that don't have much time, so that, that's, you know, that, that and group training, um, group training is growing massively, especially in my area, um, because people can't pick up, you know, the leverage of time. So, but you know, if you, if, you, if you get out there and do it now, you know, and you shine above the rest, you'll be better than the rest. So therefore, you know, you'll get the majority of the business. So, mm-hmm. um, I can only see them two ways there. Like one of ones, it's, one of ones are still there, but not as big as it used to be. I don't think. Yeah, it, you're definitely going to be, um, you know, supplying a, a different market. There always will be the one on ones, but at the end of the day, if, if if you're someone who wants to actually build a business versus just being a one-on-one personal trainer, um, then you need to look at those other avenues that you're definitely talking about. And, and I couldn't agree more with the fact that um, group training is growing. Um, it, it's, a, it's an amazing way to leverage your time. Instead of getting one person in front of you, you can have 20 people in front of you at the same time, um, all paying lower fees. But, of course, the time exchange um, for the effort put in is, is far greater and um, you can leverage yourself um, massively on that area. Um, so let's, let's talk about group training for a moment. Um, and what sort of tips out there do you have for someone looking to start? Um, I guess like yourself, you know, you're looking to, to start a group training um, business, etc. What What sort of tips do you have for anyone out there? Um, well, to be honest, like I've always tried to kick it off. It's been up and down, but I couldn't get the leverage behind it, you know what I mean? But I'm going to, you know, talk you up a little bit here, Brett. <laughs> um, I, <laughs> I'll pay, I'll pay you later. <laughs> oh, sweet, that's nice. No worries. Um, well, first of all, I joined Fit Chicks, and uh, the amount of stuff I learned from it um, was good. It was beneficial, you know what I mean? Like, just even from your podcast and stuff like that. But, uh, yeah, joining your Fit Chicks, yeah, the amount of, um, what do you call it, the amount of uh, reach out you have is just phenomenal, you know what I mean? And... It was a good kickstart for me for where I wanted to go towards for my business. Mm. I'll, I'll, give, I'll give that. And it was really, really good. So if I, have, if anyone wants to save money, save time, and time is a big thing, um, straight up, you know, speak to you. <laughs> and then you know, like honestly, like I said, like the reach out you got is massive. Like compared to me, it's like you know, it's four million times the amount. Um, but oh, if, you, if you're trying to grow something small. Advertise the shit out of it, you know. Put all that money and all that advertising, and all that time. You know, that's all I can say. It's you can choose one or the other. <laughs> yeah. So. So uh, yeah. let's. Hey, thanks, thanks a lot for that. I do appreciate it. And I obviously. <laughs> no, no worries, then. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't actually a question to try and get you to say that, but I'm glad you did. But no, um, no, I know. Yeah. <laughs> on on that note, then let, let's say someone's listening to this and they're like, you know what, I. 
I don't want to um, take up a, a location with, with pit chicks, um, but they still want to run some group training. Um, what do you think are a couple of key things that you feel you need to have uh, in order to have a group training business like yourself that's running successfully? Um, niche market. Mm-hmm. Um, um, once you do that, you can target a lot better because um, obviously girls, like a lot of girls don't like training with guys because they find it intimidating and there's a lot of the guys who go, oh my God, check your ass out. You know, and chicks don't like that. Um, <laughs> um, and sometimes guys go, oh, I don't want to train so soft. So they, you know, they want to do their own thing. So um, that was probably one of the best things I've done. Um, what else? Um, they're my main things, to be honest. Like, I never, like, for myself, for myself at the start, I went, I did, I, I did the whole shotgun approach and shot, tried marketing to everyone, which it didn't sort of grow. I said, once I sort of mm. did the fit with the old girls, I thought, holy shit, this actually really works. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. The whole... it's, am- it's amazing when you have that light bulb that goes off, doesn't it? It's, um, it's like, well, you're right. Um, yeah, the, the niche market thing does work, and, and it works because it's proven to work time and time and time again, and any marketer that you go to that's, you know, that's good will tell you the first thing you need to do is carve out a niche market, and, and it's, um, you know, because I guess where we started as well, you know, many years ago, we were doing uh, male and female um, boot camps, and, and personally for me, like, I didn't see that big bang that I wanted to have happen um, in that area, so that's, that was when we went to niche market and go, oh, you know, this, this thing does work. But the great thing about that is it doesn't mean that you can only train females um, or you can exactly only right. train yeah. males. So you, you just have many different um, categories of it. So, um, you know, and like you said at the start, is it's all in the way that you um, be able to communicate with these people. So, again, the words, you know, um, toned and lean, and slim, you know, you're going to know that that appeals to females where you say rip, bulging, and, you know, um, <laughs> jacked. You know, that, that Jack. <laughs> Jack, bro. Yeah, yeah. 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 Fully, yeah. fully jacked. But um, I guess, okay, so, so with, you with having a niche market, let's, let's go into um, the running of the actual business here. And, um, you know, obviously having to deal with more people, but um, obviously, you know, you, you're, you're not having to work as, when, and I'll say the word carefully, you're not having to work as much, actually. I was going to say hard, but you're not having to work as much because <laughs> what, what you're actually doing is in the time that you're not with clients, you're actually working on the business, like you said. Exactly um, right, yeah. So let, let's give us, um, listeners, um, a, one of the key things that you feel keeps your girls coming back to train with you. Other um, than your extreme, you know, other than the extremely good looks and... Yeah, that's well, that's a thing, you know. I have this thing right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, I like to keep you it fun. Um, so <laughs> if she's listening to this, I think. No, no. <laughs> um, she will. She'll listen to the recording. But look, yeah, no. <laughs> Shout out. <laughs> Thanks, babe. No, sorry. Um, let's see. Well, um, well okay. Well, I, I don't. There's, there's, two, there's, there's two different types of ways to train people. You can be the whole grueling and yelling and smashing them and whatnot. And a lot of girls will feel that it's intimidating. Um, if you, can, you can motivate a lot on a, on a different, on different level and which will still push them to their maximum limits. Um, that's what I do. I, I do the whole, you know, you can step out above your role and sort of text them. And obviously, you know, I heard the whole be their friend and not just their trainer. 
Um, mm-hmm. How else would you be? Like, and I'll, I'll keep it fun. Um, I don't. I'm not boring, and I like to muck around during the session, like in jokes as well. Obviously, they do the training, and whatnot, but I make them laugh and stuff like that. You know, and they, they like that kind of stuff. They can make it, it makes them feel like they're not training, even though they're getting a really good workout, and then they're all puffed out at the end. And that's well, you know, if you can fear, if you can veer, veer them away from the pain and you know whatnot, then and they're, but they're still getting a good training session, then you're doing a good job, I reckon. Um, and hold games. Games are one of the biggest things. Like, um, like it keeps them. It, it's, it's what they. It keeps, it keeps them on the high when they leave. You know, and that's the last thing they remember: getting smashed from a game. And then they'll talk about that, and then you know, so they keep coming. Excellent. All great tips there. And look, I, once again, couldn't agree more with you in regards to, I guess, looking at delivering a wow session. But you know, a big tip that I know a lot of trainers don't do um, is, like you said, the whole thing of. You know, become their friend slash trainer, you know. Um, you don't have to be pally and, and go hang out with them, obviously, all the time. It's, but, you know, have those extra things that if you were um, being trained by someone, what things would you really like to have happen, you know. So, for example, if you received a text midweek um, from your trainer and it said, you know, hey, how's it going, how you feeling, just, you know, if there's anything I can do, just shout out type of thing. That's going to put a lot of goodwill into um, you know your client's bank account, and, um, and when I say bank account, I'm talking about the emotional bank account there, and and it's things like that 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 day where you're like, oh look, I just feel you know, a, a, sorry, a client might be sitting there going, oh you know, I'm probably had enough of training. Um, that extra text or that extra thing could be the thing that keeps them on and keeps them continually coming back to train with you. So yeah, great, uh, all great things there. Um, I guess I may have covered this already, but I want to point it to you in a different um, angle. Is what was your light bulb aha type of moment to go? You know what? The fitness industry is an industry where I know I can now um, get settled in and build business that I want to, which will then obviously give you and your wife and your family a, the, the lifestyle that you really want. So, what was your aha year? This is this is the one. Um, to be honest, the whole like I said before, the niche market part. Like I said, when I when I like when I saw your. To be honest, I was okay. The fit chicks thing, right? I saw that. When, when did I see that? Right, right before I got married, and then I sent you an email while I was on my honeymoon. Actually, so that was my. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> so literally, I was on my honeymoon. I thought, you know what? I want to get back to this. <laughs> so there's a dedication for fitness right there, mate. In my honeymoon. <laughs> Yeah, well, I feel so, privileged to be a part of it. <laughs> <laughs> but um, honestly, that was my aha moment, like, because I said, yeah. you know, I thought I need to get something. I need to, I need to you know, fast forward, fast track my, you know, my success, and I need to do it now. And mm. and that, then that, that was there. I was like, you know what, let's do it. And I just decided you know, to do it. And then I mean, I'm at where I am at now. You know, it literally right. fast tracked my where I am today. Today, so yeah. Excellent. So, I guess that, you know a couple of couple more questions just to finish off on, and then um, yeah, right, mate. you know I'll, I'll, let, I'll let you get back to uh, to your busy um, busy lifestyle there. <laughs> um, <laughs> if, if there was, um, I guess, one lesson that you've learned in regards to, I know we've talked about your biggest lesson, but if there's something that you could have done differently, um, would you have, or and if so, what would that what would that one thing be? And towards uh, to my career. Um, to be honest, I would 
I started off doing group training. Yeah. And, and you know, I mean, like, because I, I was, I went to, I started working out of a gym. Um, and because I said, I, I enjoyed the job doing training one-on-one. I was like, yeah, this is mad. Woo-hoo. You know what I mean? Like, but the thing is, I didn't, I never, I said, I never looked forward. So I wish I thought, I wish at the start of this career, I was, I'm at where I'm at now. But then again, you know, everything happens for a reason. I, I, I learned from my past. You know what I mean? Like, I learned how to you yeah. know, combat, like, you know, cancellations and stuff like that and had to um, speak to people and how to market myself and how to sell myself. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. So, but if I could redo it again, I'd really focus on group training when I first started. Okay, cool. And, you know, it's quite funny you say that because, you know, I'd, I'd, I'd be fairly similar as well in that regard of, you know, I started off doing the one-on-one training, got up to 40 hours a week, and I was just burning... Burning the candle at both ends, you know, I was just exhausted and, and thought, Jesus, this is not what I moved to the Gold Coast for, you know. I, <laughs> I wanted to have more of a lifestyle. Um, but what I actually found was that it actually wasn't um, the and the lifestyle that I originally thought I wanted because I actually probably work more now. <laughs> I, I work more hours now than, than I would um, back doing personal training. But the thing, the difference about it is that, you know, it's, it's not a chore to me. You know, the more That's and more right, I yeah. work, the more and more I work doing the things that I love, it then it, it actually gets me more and more energised by the end of the day. So I'll go home at the end of the day, I won't be stuffed. I'll be like, fuck, I just want to keep going. I just want to, you know, I'm just pumped, you know, cause, and same thing with yourself. It's, it's you, you do, you leverage yourself by doing your group training. Um, and a byproduct of, of being able to leverage yourself is one, you train more people, you help more people. And two, obviously, you know, you make more money, and that's you know, that's why you're in business. Um, or <laughs> that's right. Have yeah. A, yeah, or else you'd just be running free boot camps all the time. Um, <laughs> so, so let, let's just finish off here and go. Well, where can we expect to see Norman twelve months? What's what's your action plan moving forward? Um, what like what are the key things that that you wanting to have happen in the next twelve months for you? Let's put it out to the universe. What's up, universe? All right. <laughs> Um, I just recently moved to a new location. Sorry, I think you just I think you just deafened three thousand listeners. Uh, sorry, guys. Okay, no, okay. Um, well, let's, I just recently moved to a new new um, new suburb in in my near my area. Um, it's just literally it's a growing place. So my aim is to be the go-to guy of fitness and boot camps and personal training in this area. Um, so. Um, also, I want to be able to step out of my business a lot more, so be able to just be behind, be manager and do the marketing side of things a lot more than rather than be the trainer. So, mm-hmm. But um, yeah, 12 months' time, I want to be... What would your business look like? What, what would it look and feel like? What would it look feel like? Um, I reckon I'll be working less a lot. I'll be working a lot less on the tools, i.e. personal training myself. And be on the business side of things. That's where I, that's where I want to be in um, 12 months. I want to be able to have my own my, my own locations within, um, you know, Maxis Fitness or whatever, and just pretty much manage people rather than train people. Mm-hmm. And what, do, what do you think the what do you think the number one thing that you need to do in order for that to have happen? Action. <laughs> A lot of it. Yep. Just keep going. Hit it hard. You know. Um, but um, yeah, literally, I got to. For me to be able to do that, I need to advertise to get clients. I can't hire 
10 trainers and not have any clients for them. So my aim is to, you know, to build that up, and that's what I'm trying to do within my area. It's, it's, it's a pretty decent-sized suburb. They've got their own gym happening, and if I can hit it hard now, and um, I'm pretty confident that I know I can take over the area. Excellent. All right, normal. Look, mate, I, I love it, and, and I'm definitely, um, obviously, keeping a, a close eye on, on what's happening for yourself and moving forward, and um, and uh, seeing where that all takes you. And no doubt, I've got, um, yeah, I've got no doubt that you'll uh, make that happen, of course. Um, so, I, I guess, you know, mate, I, I'm probably um, just looking at the time here. I know we've both got to jump off, but um, is there any final words? or any um, bit of motivation that you'd give to anyone listening um, out there? Um, don't think about it. Just do it. Don't fuck around. Um, <laughs> if, you, you know, if you're trying to make things perfect before you try to put it out there, shit's not going to get done. You know, if you go out there and you do what you do with what you got, you know, you'll you, be a lot more better off than you waiting around to make it perfect. But um, awesome. that's my best thing. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Love it. So just to sum up, team, is don't fuck around. Get your shit out there. Um, <laughs> so, so we'll finish on that. I love it. Um, I'll put it up on a billboard, I think. Um, but look, again, no. <laughs> Mate, look, pre- appreciate you taking your time out. Um, and, um, you know, we'll be talking uh, very soon anyhow. But uh, to everyone else out there listening, I um, hope you've uh, taken some good insights out of today's uh, call. Um, and if, once again, if, if you new to this podcast and you haven't heard any other episodes, head over to podcast.fitprofessional.com.au. Um, so that's Fit Professional with uh, two I's, so F-I-I-T, sort of a mouthful. Um, it wasn't a misspelling either. <laughs> so head over to podcast.fitprofessional.com.au and you'll be able to register for the series. And, and every time there's a new episode, we'll uh, get it sent out to you. So this is Brett Campbell signing off. Norm, thanks again, buddy, and I'll talk to you very Thank soon. Thank you. Thanks, bye. Bye-bye.